0: Opinions expressed on ACB media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Sparrow on ACB Communities. Wow. We're back from convention, and it's nice to be back. What a great week it was in Omaha, Nebraska. Hopefully, uh as many of you who wanted to go were able to attend. We had a great time there, and it was sure nice to see everybody in person, both at the booth and at our presentation. By the way, I'm Jeff Bazer I'm the South Central Director of Sales for Sparrow, so I cover states like Texas and all the way as far north as Iowa and Nebraska and out to Colorado and New Mexico. And I've been uh, out in the field for the last few weeks, so it's been, again, real nice to see everybody in person who we did. And thank you for coming in and seeing us virtually here once again as well. We do this, we're on here uh, every Thursday, 3 p.m. Eastern time. And it's it's a great opportunity to get together to show not only new features that we have in in some of our products, but also talk about some of the classics as well that maybe we have forgotten about or haven't used as much as maybe you could. And that's what we're going to do today. We've got an interesting one here called Skim Reading. And we're going to talk about how that works and where you can find out more information about it. And then if we have a little time at the end, I do want to touch base, too, with uh, one of our brand new features that was shown off at both conferences, both ACB and the NFB shows. We've just put it in to the June release of uh, JAWS Zoom Text Infusion, and that deals with notifications. So there's a new way to uh, go in and look at the notifications that are coming in in Windows, how to sort those, how to mute the ones you don't want, how to play a sound or shorten the text for ones that you do get that are important. So uh, I would love to talk about that, at least to ensure that if we don't get a chance to show it here, that you know where to go listen to another podcast to hear about it. So, Larry, maybe you can remind me if, uh, you know, we're getting near the end and we haven't gotten a chance to talk about that. Let's make sure we do. Okay, fine. That'll be good. By the way, uh, the way I love to operate here is if you have any questions or you're thinking about anything as we go through, feel free to raise your hand and let us know. And we'll ask you to unmute or if you feel more comfortable, I, I think, Travis, you look at the chat maybe as well. But really, interaction is probably the best way. So if you want to ask a question, feel free to do that, and we'll, we'll allow you to do it. You don't have to wait until I say, okay, let's go for questions. If you're thinking about it, we want to make sure we address it uh, and as, as we can. We have a small enough group here usually to do that. So um, let's talk a little bit about skim reading. So this is a feature that has been in the product for a number of years. I'm not even sure when uh, it was put in to begin with, but I know it's been six or seven years ago, probably for sure. And Larry, you might remember a little bit more. I know you guys, you and John beta testing the product and you, you speak to a number of the others. So if you have anything to add to this, please do let me know because uh, this has been around a while, but it's a cool feature.
0: I just remember so, that it's very easy to get to once you actually get it operable in terms of skimming. It's much faster to find things that you're looking for from within a document, etc. And that was it. Is gosh, how many years out. ago? I have no idea when we first started that. Probably at yeah. least five to seven, eight years ago, something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember.
1: No, it's it's, it's certainly been in there a while. And you know, since skim reading has has been out you know, there's become some additional ways to scan through documents pretty quickly with, you know, navigation keys and, and things like that, being able to move. Those were here before skim reading, a lot of them were, but, you know, there's, there's even more ways now to, to do so. But what's nice about skim reading too is that if you have a lengthy document and you want to figure out where you're at quickly, or even if you want to find specific words in the document that you know are going to get you to the place that you need, That's really where we're talking about, that that this can be a powerful feature. We're going to start out by talking about reading the first line of a paragraph as you're going through. And there's a couple of different ways that you can take advantage of that as well. And then we'll move into creating some rules to actually find uh, specific words throughout the document. And This works both on the Internet and in Word or, you know, if you have a lengthy text document, even in WordPad, you can do this wherever you have text. So that's one thing that's nice. I mean, you think of sometimes maybe you come to a Web page that's just full of information. And this is not necessarily to, you know, bring your links list into focus or anything like that. This strictly has to do with text. Of course, there's other ways to do that where you bring up your links list or headings list or, you know, ways to navigate through a web page. This is strictly dealing with text is what we're talking about here, either in a long document on the web, in Word, in WordPad, things like that. So where do we find the information? First of all, this is part of the Surf's Up. So it is, you know, an Internet feature, basically, but it can be used other places, as we said. So you can find it within Surf's Up. So if you go to, the easiest way to do it is to go to our training page, freedomscientific.com slash training, and you'll find a link there for Surf's Up. And for anybody who doesn't know what Surf's Up is, it is an entire uh, list of pages, actually, that you can have either live online or you can put them in a zip archive and not even be online, but it'll look like you are because... What SurfSup does is it's a way to teach someone how to use the internet with our software. So we give all kinds of different examples, everything from headings and checkboxes and all the different elements that you're going to find throughout the internet. And we give you practice exercises on how to utilize those and how to navigate and make it work. So skim reading is actually one of the choices off of the main SurfSup Page, so you can go there and just look for the skim reading link, and that will take you in here to talk about it specifically. And I've got that page up now. Let's see. I guess I need to uh, share my sound first of all. So let me do that. We're doing this. Uh, slow my speech down a little bit here. slow, slow, slow. But let's see where we are here.
2: Mute currently unmuted. All day button.
1: Okay, that's probably pretty good. So let's Alt-Tab over to the Skim Reading page.
2: for I've got
1: more windows open than I need. Always the way it is, isn't it?
2: Meeting, launch, panelist, freedom, site, skim, reading.
1: skim Reading. Here we go. So this is the page that you'll find off of the Surf's Up uh, link. The Surf's Up homepage, hit Skim Reading, and you'll be right here. So first of all, let's listen a little bit and find out what Skim Reading actually is and how we're going to go about using it.
2: Skim, skim, reading. skim reading is a powerful reading, searching, and navigation tool available in JAWS. This feature allows you to quickly review long documents by reading the first line or sentence of each paragraph. Alternatively, you can search for passages containing specific words or phrases. In this section, you will learn how to skim read a web page with JAWS. You will also learn how to create text rules and use them to skim web pages for specific information. Note before beginning the first exercise in this section, you should ensure that your skim reading preferences use the default settings. If you have previously changed these settings, press Control-Shift-Insert-Down-Arrow and verify that the read first line of every paragraph radio- Button is selected before continuing. Heading level two, skimming a document. Do-
1: okay, so we'll go into skimming a document and learn a little more about that. So, what did we hear there? So, we have a dialog box that's going to come up. It's a little wizard that is going to uh, show all the skim reading options that we have, and we'll be able to go in and, and change some of these to uh, exactly what we want. And so it mentioned that we want to make sure that read first line of the paragraph, the radio button is selected. So that's the first thing that we'll do here in just a moment. But let's hear just a little bit more now on what we can do, at least to begin with. I think we're at the heading here. Skim
2: read the first line. learn how to skim read a Ah, hang on. Skimming a document heading level. Here we go. Heading level two, skimming a document. You can skim read a lengthy web page to get an overview of the content and search for paragraphs or sections containing specific information. Exercise follow along with the instructions below to practice skim reading text on the internet with JAWS. List of four items. One, open the sample page. Visited link Freedom Scientific Software Solutions. And press Control Home to move to the top of the page. Two. Press Control Insert Down Arrow to begin skim reading. JAWS reads the first line of each paragraph on the page. Three. You can change your skim reading preferences so that JAWS reads the first sentence of each paragraph instead of the first line. Before doing this, press Control Home to move to the top of the uh.
1: Okay. So we can do line or sentence, and we've got a practice document that we're going to use in order to do that. And remember, it keeps talking about you know doing this on a web page, but the same thing would hold true in Word as well. What what the sample that we give you to try this with that is a web page and that's why you know that's what we're talking about. So let's do that now. I'm going to alt tab over to this other page. J and of
2: course it's Meeting Control, not where, meeting we, zoom. not where we need to be. Freedom Scientific Software Solutions.
1: Okay, Freedom Scientific Software Solutions is our page. I'm going to go to the top. It asked us to do that. Freedom Scientific Software. Now, there's a couple of ways that we can bring up the skim reading tool. And it mentioned the keystroke to do it to begin with. You can also go into Run JAWS Manager. the JAWS Manager area. And if you hit S, skim reader is one of the choices. But I'm going to use the keystroke, I think, in order to do it. And there's actually two. So there's the control insert down arrow. And what that's going to do is it's going to begin skim reading based on the settings that you have currently set up. If you add shift to that keystroke, control shift insert down arrow, that's going to bring up the actual dialog box the little skim reading wizard where we can go in and change the settings and set them up the way we want them to begin with. So that's what we're going to do first. So those are the options. You can either go to John's manager, find the skim reading tool that way, or you can hit the keystroke. So here we go. Control shift, insert down arrow.
2: Skim reading dialogue. Use rule type. Read first line of every paragraph. Radio button checked. One to four. There we go. So
1: we heard that read first line of every paragraph is checked. That's a radio button. So if we wanted to change it, of course, we could just hit our down arrow, and there's four radio buttons here.
2: Use rule type. Read first sentence
1: of every paragraph. Radio button checked. All right. So I just hit my down arrow there. So let's go back to where we want, the selection that we want. Up arrow.
2: Use rule type. Read first line of every paragraph. Radio button checked. All right. And if we tab,
1: let's see what else we have as we're going through here. This is going to be pretty basic this time, and then we'll uh, add some some more uh, as we're moving through here.
2: Skim reading indication
1: checkbox checked. All right, skim reading indication, that's a checkbox. That just means it's on, that we're ready to go.
2: Start skim reading button.
1: There's our start skim reading. What else is over here?
2: Create summary button.
1: We can create a summary as well. So we're going to show both options here so that you can get an idea of how this works. And actually, you know what, before we do this, before we actually do the skim reading tool, Let's find out what this document looks like if we weren't going to skim it. So you get an idea on what we've got here with the entire document versus how the skim reading tool is going to work. So we're at the top here, and this is just talking about the different software solutions that we have at Freedom Scientific, and they're all in a table, each individual table. So let me just do a… Heading level one
2: Freedom Scientific table with one columns and two rows. Product, JAWS for Windows. Description, the most popular screen reader worldwide. JAWS registered screen reading software works with your computer to provide access to today's software applications.
1: OK, so that's the first line.
2: And the internet, with its, inter- and the internet with its internal software speech synthesizer and the computer sound card, information from the screen is read aloud. Okay,
1: so just some information on JAWS and how it works. And the same holds true with. Let's hit a T for table because I do know that that's how these are set up. So we have some NAV built in here before we even start the skim reading tool.
2: Table with one columns and two rows. Column one, row one, prop description with the power and speed with the power and speed of JAWS registered for screen reading functionality. A single installer and one license gives you access to both Zoom Text and JAWS individually or together when run as a combined solution.
1: I'm sorry, I skipped a line there. So that's Fusion. Now
2: what's next? Table with one columns and two rows. Column one, row one, product Zoom Text screen magnification.
1: All right, so there's Zoom Text and a similar description for Zoom Text and for Open Book. Okay, so a fairly basic document and each description in a table. Let me go back to the top. Freedom Scientific. All right, so now if we use skim reading on this, what happens? So let's give this a shot. So I'm going to go back in here now, Control Shift, Insert, Down Arrow to bring up our, our dialog box.
2: Skim reading dialog. Use rule type. Read first line of every paragraph. Radio button checked. All right. So just to make sure, and because for anybody
1: listening who hasn't seen this before, this is why I want to bring up this dialog box so you get a little familiar with what it looks like, and then we can leave the shift key off if we want to once you have this set the way you want to, and then it will automatically
2: start. Start skim reading button. So
1: I have a start skim reading button right here. And let's hit enter or spacebar on this and give it a shot and see what we have.
2: Freedom Scientific Software Solutions. Heading level one, Freedom Scientific Software Solutions. Table with one columns and two rows. Product JAWS for Windows. Description, the most popular screen reader worldwide. JAWS registered screen reading software works with your computer to provide access to today's software applications. Table end. Table with one columns and two rows. Product Fusion. Description Fusion provides the best of both worlds. Zoom text registered with its screen map. Magnification and visual enhancements for screen viewing ease. Coupled table end. Table with one columns and two rows. Product zoom text screen magnification. Okay, so
1: you see what happened there? It's a little tough to tell initially unless you're pretty familiar with the document and you know how it's laid out. But what you heard the skim reading tool do is it read the first line on the description of the software and then it skipped to the next one. So, this is a pretty decent little document to show this in because you get an idea of what each software solution is, and then it skips to the next one very quickly. So, let's show one more thing that you can do here. It read those automatically now. So, it's almost like a say all with JAWS, but in this case, we just did the say all with skim reading. What if we want to bring up a summary to find out in a little bit more detail how we can move through this document? quickly, because again, we want to skim through it, right? That's the whole idea here. So let me go back to the top. Freedom Scientific There we software. are at the top. I'm going to bring up our uh, skim reading dialogue box one more time, Control, Shift, Insert, Down Arrow.
2: Skim reading dialogue. Use rule type. Read first line of every paragraph. Radio there button we check. Are. So
1: we're not going to change any rules yet, but let's go create a summary of this document.
2: Skip start. Create summary And button. there's that right
1: here. So let's press Enter.
2: Link one, freedom scientific software solutions. Link two, freedom scientific software solutions. Link three, table with one columns and two rows. Link four, product JAWS for Windows. Link five, description of the most popular screen reader worldwide. JAWS registered screen reading software works with your computer to provide access to the data. Okay. So this is a little bit different, of
1: course. So it, it put a few too many links in there at the beginning, but you get the idea here. What happens? Each line of a paragraph now is a link. So you can scroll down here and actually press Enter on the link that you want. So we've got those at the beginning that you heard. And you might have heard the little click, 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 too, before it started reading. And that was actually just the summary being created. And it gave you a little sound effect as we were going through. So let's arrow down here and look at a few of these
2: links. Link at blank, link 6. Table end, blank, link 7. Table with one columns and two rows, blank, link 8. So
1: it gets the table end and beginning of table as well as a line and and puts them in the summary. So you just need to know that. So, you know, when you're looking at using skim reading with different documents, you're going to get, you know, different results based on what you've got, you know, in the document itself. But this still is a very efficient way to be able to navigate through. So if I wanted to go directly from the top, down to Fusion, for example, press enter right here. Freedom Scientific Software Solutions,
2: Microsoft Edge product Fusion,
1: and there we are. We're right at Fusion, and now we can just start a say all from this point and read the rest of it if we want to.
2: The Jeff, description, you, do You, you have, have one like hand a- at
1: this time, if you'd like. Sure, Travis, go right ahead. Who's got a question, or who wants to uh, add a comment? Feel free.
3: We'll move on to David Kingsbury, who also has his hand up. How are you doing? Good, good. Um, there's a keystroke that actually I had an email interaction with um, Glenn Gordon. Um, and he told me a useful keystroke, and unfortunately, I lost the email. But, um, if you're skim reading and, you know, you set it for either line or sentence, and, you know, the whole idea of skim reading is to go through fast. Um, there is a keystroke, and if you can remember and please tell me what it is, that would be good. To let's say, let's say I hear enough of the line or enough of the sentence that I don't need to hear anymore. I just want to jump to the next one. And there was a keystroke that would interrupt. and then just jump to the next one if you don't need to hear the entire sentence or line do you know what that keystroke is because that makes the whole process a little bit quicker and it's not in the actually the the um the jaws help uh you know in the jaws help menus where skim reading is all described unfortunately that nice little keystroke isn't in there anywhere
1: Hmm, that's interesting. I wonder if we can hit our shift key or our right arrow key, you know, just like we were skipping ahead because we're in the say all Yeah, but there was a keystroke of some
3: sort that you know will interrupt that speech, you know, midway through sentence. So you can jump to the next one quickly and not hear the whole sentence or hear the entire
1: um, line. Yeah, I'm not completely sure either. So we'll, we'll do a little research on that and uh, see if we can get back to you because that would be a very useful keystroke for sure. So if you email... Uh if you were if you were talking directly to Glenn, you may send him another message and yeah, ask I'm him probably but you can also do that
3: if we don't just find it today. You can send yeah. me
1: a note too. JBazer J B A Z E R at vispero. Okay. Dot com, and we'll make sure and uh, obtain that keystroke for you. Thank you. And then you probably know, David, if you've if you've used this a little bit. So so far I've been demonstrating from the dialogue box, but once you know how your skim reading is gonna behave. You can skip the dialog box completely and just do Control, Insert Down Arrow, and then it will just begin skim reading from the top.
3: That that was so another, another question. I, can... I yeah, another question I want to ask just on that. Um, this, is, this is a little off topic. Probably nothing you can explain. But is there a way to sort of reassign a keystroke? Because that Control Insert Down Arrow is potentially useful. But at least me with my fingers, I can't do it. I can't do control answer down <laughs> it here. It depends on the keyboard. All over the place.
1: It, it? Yep.
3: And it's so slow that it's like, well, forget this. But is there a way to reassign a keystroke, you know, without going through it? Just um, some other utility with JAWS? Well,
1: sure. You could go into the keyboard manager and you could, you could set it for anything you wanted to, as long as it wasn't conflicting, you know, with other commands. All right, I'll go. And so sure, it and you could do that.
3: that. Okay,
1: thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're welcome. Did we get Norma, uh, Travis, or no? No, she looks like she left. Okay. All right. Well, so let's let's go through here now. And so let's see. So far, we've shown how to do a summary uh, with skim reading. And then we've also shown how we can actually uh, work just with the skim reading uh, itself from the very top. So let's see, uh, let's see what else we can do here. In this document, we can actually... If we want to drill down a little bit further here, we can go into creating text rules. And that is another selection here with our radio buttons at the top. So let's uh, let's go look at these here. I'm just going to go back into the dialog box for skim reading. Once again, Control-Shift-Insert-Down
2: Arrow. Skim reading dialog. Use rule type. Read first line of every paragraph. Radio button checked. Wonderful. So you hear
1: that there's four choices here. So you can do line or sentence.
2: Use rule type. Read first sentence of every paragraph. The radio next bu- one. Use rule type text rules apply for reading radio button checks. You Three can four. actually
1: use text rules as well. So if there's a certain word that you're looking for specifically, and you know that it appears multiple times in the document, this is where you can get into setting up a rule for this. So what you might do first is let's say you come in here and you look at this document, and you figure out, geez, this thing's thirty pages long. It's going to take me forever to go through this whole thing. And am I even really interested? So maybe you start the skim reading the way we did. Either with line, sentence, or paragraph—the first, you know, first one of each—and then you decide, yep, this is this is pretty interesting stuff that I need to know about. And then you get down to the point here where you can start looking for specific words, and that's what we can do here with this rule. So here we are on
2: use, use rule type. Text rules apply for reading radio button checks. right, and let's four. tab
1: through here now and see what we need to do to set this up.
2: Rules history combo box new one of two.
1: All right, so. I actually created a rule in here before, but if you had not, uh, this box, it would be a new rule is all that would be there. There would be no additional rules set up. Now, if I arrow down, product product is another choice. So, I know that the word product is in here a few different times, and so that's where you're going to type it into the actual edit box, the word you're looking for, and in this case, product. Delete rule. Button. You can delete a rule here if you don't want it anymore. Delete all rules. Delete button. all rules. We're tabbing through. Speak unit combo box lines containing text rule one of all three. All right, so we're going to speak the line where we see product.
2: Use regular expression checkbox not checked. And that reading doesn't
1: matter to us here at, at this point for regular
2: expression. Use skim reading indication checkbox check. want skim reading on. Start skim reading. So here button. we are
1: with start skim reading. Let's try this
2: product JAWS for Windows, product Fusion, product Zoom, text screen magnification, product Open Book For more information on these and other great products, please visit.
1: There you go. So that's starting to make this document move along pretty quickly. So we just were read every line that has the word product on it. And of course, in this case, we can't interact with it, but we heard how many there are and where it is. So if we go back and create the summary for the word product, then... We can navigate directly to the product that we want. So let's try that one more time. Let's bring up the skim reading dialog box.
2: There is currently oh, an open. Okay, Link we'll up. close this and bring it up again. Skim reading dialog. Rules history. Combo box. Product two of two. All right, so here's our rule. So we're not going to change anything.
1: Just instead of starting skim reading, we're going to go to start summary. So I'm, I'm tabbing through. Sk- start skim reading button. Create summary button. And create summary is what we want. Let's hit this.
2: Link one. Product JAWS for Windows, Link 2. Product Fusion, Link 3. Product Zoom text screen magnification, Link 4. Product Open Book, Link 5. For more information on these and other great products.
1: So I think this is probably the best way to attack a document that's set up like this. So you find out that each, each description is a product. And so you can come in here, and if you put product as far as a rule, then it's going to move you through all of them pretty quickly. So let's select open book, for example, here down at the
2: bottom. link, link for product, open book. There it is. That's a link. Press enter. Freedom scientific software solutions, Microsoft Edge, product, open book, description, open description, open book registered scanning and reading software allows you to convert printed documents or graphic based text into an electronic text format using accurate optical character recognition and quality speech. The many powerful low vision tools of open book will allow.
1: So there we go. That's our open book description. So in a nutshell, that's how skim reading works. There are some additional more advanced features for it. You can create uh, attributes that you're looking for. So if you want to find bold text, if you want to find text that's a certain color, there's a way to do that where you can uh, go in and, and find those words. But what we did here is really the basics with skim reading, either creating a summary on a specific rule that we've set up. So a specific word or creating a summary just based on the first line sentence or paragraph of uh, the document, that kind of thing, moving moving between each one. So it's a great way to get through a document much, much quicker than you normally would, and you probably want to do it on a fairly lengthy document to begin with, but you could do it online, you could do it in Word, Notepad, wherever it is that you have lengthy text documents. Anybody else have a question?
3: Just, I was just coming in to tell you we do have someone just calling themselves a Zoom user with the hand raised. Can you right. unmute?
4: This is your your Zoom user, Beth. Um, hey, Beth. Hi. I was wondering what would be, if any, the um, better point about using the skim reading. You, you know those articles that have a gazillion ads, and you got to go past the ads and. Would you? Would it be easier to hit N for non-linked text to do that, or would skim reading be a more efficient way of doing it? Thanks, Jeff.
1: You're welcome. Uh, the answer, I think, Beth, would be it really depends on the page. I, I could you could try this and see. A lot of times, the N for non-linked text is a great way to move through those ads quickly, or your H for all the headings because many of these pages are marked up so you can at least find, you know, the beginning of the headline of the article you're looking for and then hit your end for non-linked text. So I think skim reading is, is really more for, you know, just lengthy text documents, whether Mm -hmm. they're online or word or that kind of thing. Okay. Thank you very much. But You could try it. Anybody else have a comment on that? Larry, anything that you've heard or tried or that, uh, you might want to add to that.
0: No, I just said I agree with you because the times I've used the skim reading tools, it's been for lengthy documents, and I haven't tried it for any, really any any other type of documents because that was its original original intent. And when we beta right. tested it years ago, uh, that's what we talked about. Now I cannot remember the keystroke that David was talking about. I know that there was one, and I might have it in an email somewhere, so I'll look, and somebody will find it first. If not, David will get several different inquiries, but we'll try and find it.
1: Well, let me go back up here title is freedom because now I'm, I'm just freedom curious. Freedom <laughs> when you're ready, we do have a few more hands. Can we do up. it in, oh, the okay. research,
0: in the research uh, uh, under the layered research commands? Would it be in there under skim?
1: Uh, it, it's certainly possible. Yeah. That, that might be a place to check. You know yeah. what? Maybe we could take these other questions, and if, if you want to just take a quick look. Okay. Do the okay. uh, the command search there sure. and, yeah, see what you find under skim. Go ahead, Travis. Who's next? Paul Hunt.
0: Hi, everybody. Um, here's my suggestion. Why don't we, if you want to go through a web page, uh, do a flexible web and hide the rules you don't want first and then do a skim reading?
1: <laughs> That's a that's a great idea, Paul. You you could hey. certainly try that and do that. It it just it really depends on what kind of data is on the web page. Is it mainly text or sure. is it lots of links and headings and you know is it set up that way? Flexible also- web was not in here w- when we came up with skim reading. Skim reading was first before uh, flexible web.
0: Also, though, there's um, also you have word index, which is a very a
1: variant of skin reading as well,
0: because it actually creates a, a list of words and then you
1: yes. can do the same kinds of summaries. It's a wonderful thing to use. Absolutely. Very good. Thank you, Paul, very much.
0: There's a bunch okay. of keystrokes. Bunches of keystrokes are insert, insert, J. insert J. Yep. Pardon me, insert space J. And, ty- and just type in skim, and you're going to get a bunch of different keystrokes. I don't know if the keystroke that David is looking for is in there.
3: Uh, I didn't think of looking command search. I'll go look around in okay. there and see if something looks okay. familiar. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I, I, oh. I I did have a sort of an, an answer maybe to that question about how to get rid of ads on the web. Yep. Um, I, I don't know if this would be a great tool for it, the skim read, but two that are definitely good are, you know, To get a, like with Google Chrome, to get an ad blocker extension, that gets rid of them. Or if you are using uh, Edge, using the Immersive Reader, the F9, that gets rid of a lot of clutter also. Those are the better ways to get rid of ads.
1: Yeah, there's a few different things you can do, and it's very congested on these web pages. You know, you're trying to read an article and you've got everything but what you want popping up and You know hampering you from reading what you want to so sometimes i have a couple of additional
3: comments on this but i can wait until some others talk if that's if folks prefer that
1: okay all right we'll go ahead and mute and we'll come back to you how about that
3: okay i'm unmuted yeah just to say um what i really like this tool for is the one thing that you didn't actually cover yet and that is the font uh font type attributes for example if you are a student you know and you've got a word document. You know, cited students like to sort of highlight text with like a yellow marker, maybe entire lines, entire paragraphs. And if you use the fourth rule, um, then you can, as long as you know what that font background, uh, what the background color is, you know, usually yellow. Uh, one, if you highlight it in Word, um, uh, set up a rule to find the background color, that works really, really nice as sort of like a study aid. And then I actually had a student that I was training this morning who works in essentially a sighted environment. And when he reviews documents, his colleagues, you know, unfortunately, they highlight text by changing the font color to red. And he didn't know, mm-hmm. gee, how do I deal with this? And with the skim reading tool, it worked really, really nice to set up a rule to find the foreground font color of red. So um, very, very nice for that uh, that fourth radio button that you didn't talk about when you get a situation like that and you need to find a font attribute.
1: Well, the nice thing about the ACB communities here and anytime we're doing some of these webinars is we have the most basic users on here who are still in the very early stages of learning and then we have very advanced users like yourself David and I appreciate you mentioning that because this can become a very powerful reading tool uh, a skimming tool you know for your document and if that is in fact what you're looking for you know specific fonts and colors of text and that kind of thing particularly too you know if you're working on a document that's being shared back and forth and you know people are using different colors and in order to make changes you can use it for that as well. So it it is a a very powerful feature. Lots of choices when you start getting into that fourth radio button, which is why I was kind of saving that for another time here because you can drill down and get pretty specific on what it is you're looking for there, but you are absolutely right. So thank you for, for adding that information. That's good stuff. We will move on to Carla Hayes
4: having some I'm always having difficulties with websites and jobs Yes, you know, and two of them I can think of is my, I'm not on Facebook, but my church's Facebook site and my uh, my local grocery shopping, the shopping online, um, Mm -hmm. it doesn't show me where to check out and it it keeps showing me suggested products and just like the Facebook keeps showing me people's posts, which I don't give a dip about, but I can't (laughs) get to the, um, you know, cut to the in Swift and find where to listen live or to place an order. Is Skim Reader the right tool to use in this case? Or is there a better way, um, a better tool that I should use in this case? And I hope I didn't get us off of topic. No,
1: you're perfectly fine. And I certainly hope you feel better. Take care of yourself. Um, Skim Reading would not be the tool to use for what it is that you're trying to determine or trying to figure out. We do have uh, some webinars on specifically using Facebook with JAWS and Fusion. So I might point you to one of those for that, for Facebook, at least. If you go to freedomscientific.com training, I think that's the same address I gave at the beginning for you to find the surfs up and then skim reading here that we're showing as well. That's a great URL, freedomscientific.com training, because all of our training tools you can link to from that page. And if you go to archived webinars, then you can do a virtual find and type in Facebook, and you would be able to locate the webinar we've done on using JAWS with Facebook. So we give you, the keystrokes that work best there. I'm not sure if uh, Facebook has implemented any, you know, accessibility themselves, where if you turn off the virtual PC cursor and start using the keystrokes they've built in, a lot of the Google Workspace folks have done that, you know, with Google Docs, slidesheets on YouTube and places like that. I don't know if Facebook has yet or not, but this webinar should give you some very valuable information for utilizing Facebook. As far as your grocery store site is concerned, that's that's another story. I mean, we don't necessarily know without taking a look at it what it is you're missing or you know why you're not able to see it, but we would be happy to help. In fact, uh, if you'd like, if you send me an email, J Bazard, J B A Z E R at Vespero.com, I would be happy to bring up the page. With you and try to go through it and see what it is you're missing because we all need groceries and that's pretty important stuff. So, uh, you know, you, I would, I'd be more than happy to help and see if we could get that working a little bit better for you. I'm sure it would. It's just a matter of sometimes so many of these web pages are so busy now. There's so much information on it. There's, you know, areas that are updating live and that kind of thing. So sometimes it's pretty easy to get a little bit confused, but. I bet we could probably get that one figured out. I
3: saw that Ann
1: was unmuted for a moment.
4: And I don't know if you've addressed this or not, but some of my students, um, the handouts that they get from their teachers are either in an outline form or if it's a test or quiz. They may have um, the questions in numbers and my students like to preview what's all there and then decide which you know, question to answer first. And I was thinking that the skim read might be something quickly that they can do. But um, it's, you can only do by paragraph or no, line or sentence. How does it work with bullets or when something has uh, numbers?
1: Well, uh, that's a good question, Ann, because first of all, you'd probably need to scan that document, right? Is it a printed handout to begin with or is it electronic uh, when it's first given to them? Do you know?
4: Well, sometimes if the teacher does it directly, they probably scan it in and send it to them.
1: If yep, they give yep. it
4: to me, then I make sure it's accessible for them before okay. they get it.
1: Well, um, so what David was talking about just a little while ago, there is um, a more advanced portion of the skim reading tool where you can look at different attributes in the document, whether it's font, whether it's bullets italicized areas things like that and you can drill down and get pretty specific so if the document was consistent with that and you knew that it was skim reading might be a very good thing for them to try so I think the best thing to do first would figure out uh, be to figure out how it's going to scan and then uh, you know figure out the attribute that you're looking for where they would be able to go through and and uh, have that work best and once you determine that, uh, skim reading probably would work fine if there if it's not you know marked up by heading already or some other type of quick nav capability. Uh, skim reading could certainly work. Thank you. So the best advice would be to try, give it a try, and see what happens. See if see if this is going to work. And if you need any help assistance, just let us know. Send an email to training at vispero.com, or you can send it to myself directly, and I've given my email a, a few times. We'll give it again at the end. But uh, if you run into any, any questions that you have on that or it's not maybe working as advertised, let us know, and we'll be happy to help.
3: All right. We have one more hand, and I believe that is Beth. It is our Zoom user.
1: Oh, Beth for round yes, two. Yes, yes,
4: yes, I'm back. Thank you. Um, you had mentioned, or, or it was mentioned before, the immersive reader. And how are most? Do most websites have the potential to use that on iOS? They seem to, but I'm just wondering on Edge if that's true of most uh, websites. Thanks, Jeff.
1: You know we're seeing it more and more, Beth, all the time, particularly on news sites. Uh, sites with with a lot of information, or uh, if you know so many of these newspaper sites and television station sites and and things like that media websites are just loaded with ads and loaded with well, you you need to if you like this article, here's a bunch more that you might like, boom boom boom, boom, you know they're all there. So immersive reader cleans a lot of that up, as David mentioned earlier, I think it was David. so it it's a great feature. And we are seeing it more and more on sites that have just lots and lots of busyness throughout the page. I just wanted to mention before we're finished, um, one of the things that got a lot of traction and people were pretty excited about at the conferences was this, this notification capability that has been added into our software now. Typically on your computer, you might not even realize some of the notifications that are coming in. We find them most in applications like this, like Zoom, or if you use Microsoft Teams. So many of us now are doing all these virtual meetings and, and that kind of thing. And when you know notifications come in, if if it's Teams, of course, there's lots of other things happening. People are sending messages back and forth or that kind of thing. And if you're if you don't have focus on the Teams application, it's going to come in as a notification. So, and then (laughs) the other thing that has happened as as I've taken a look at this is there's lots and lots of things that are classified as notifications that you may not have even realized actually are. So it's amazing what is happening in the background on your computer as, as you have it on. And what we've done now is... We have the ability to take a look at the last 24 hours of notifications that are coming in on your machine as long as JAWS is loaded and your computer is on. And even if you unload JAWS or Fusion and you load it back up, then uh, they're still there from the time before. So you can go in and look at these and you can decide, do you want to hear all of these things each time that we're announcing them or do you not? And then if you don't, what do you actually want to do? You can mute them completely. You can shorten them or you can have, you know, less text or you can even play a sound. And so one of the best examples of this, and and first of all, I need to tell you as well where you can find this because we're not going to be able to demonstrate this, at least not very long. We're going to run out of time here, but I did want to touch base or uh, I did want to talk about this because. There are some great places online where you can go find out more about it. If you've listened to the latest version or the latest episode of FS Cast that Glenn Gordon did, I think it's June 29th, he goes in and demonstrates this and does a wonderful job, much more eloquently than than I'm doing right now. I can tell you that for sure. But he goes in and shows some examples of where this would be very appropriate to use and, and why you'd want to do it. This is also a feature that's going to get more powerful with, uh, you know, probably each version of our software, at least over the next few, because uh, we've got more plans for this notifications feature. And so be looking for that, you know, as we're moving forward. But it's pretty cool. And uh, that we also demonstrated it. At, if you're going to go back and listen to any of the, uh, any of the demonstrations from convention, uh, let's see, we touched on this at our, our presentation that we did on Saturday, the 10 a.m. presentation, and I think the NFB sessions will be online as well, so you can hear Eric go through and, and do it, but uh, if you want to just listen online, the best place to go would be to the FS cast, the latest episode that uh, Glenn Gordon did, where you can uh, learn about this, and also Jonathan, Jonathan Mosen. On his Mosin at Large podcast, that was back, I think, in the middle of June. He also went through a demonstration of this notifications feature, and his is it's a ways in on the episode of his podcast. So if you go through and look at the show notes of his episodes, um, he talks about where it is. But if you don't want to listen to the entire podcast, you'll have to move in about an hour little over an hour and that's where he does this demonstration with notifications and he loves it as well as Glenn and they uh, they show some wonderful examples of how this really makes sense to work on I've got a couple rules set up on my machine for notifications Microsoft edge can be pretty chatty when you haven't done anything and you know just like Glenn and and Jonathan said, As a blind user, we certainly appreciate the accessibility that these folks are building into their software. But with it's gotten to be a little too much almost sometimes in certain situations as far as speech goes. So it'll tell you when it's opening a window, it'll tell you when it's loading the page, and it'll tell you when the page is loaded. And if you don't mind hearing all that speech, that's fine. But if you want to shorten that up, you certainly can. If you want to play a sound instead, or if you don't want to hear it at all, you can mute it and not have those words spoken at all. So it's pretty cool. And the way that you go in here to look at these notifications and to start deciding what you wanna do with them is to go into our layered command structure. So the insert spacebar. I'm gonna do that now. And you heard the little uh, uptick there. And I'm gonna press the letter N for notifications.
2: Notification history. Recent notifications list box. Participants can now see your screen. Zoom 307 p.m. 1 of 169.
1: 169 notifications in the last 24 hours are on my machine. Would you ever guess or think that there would be that many? But there is. And you heard what the first notification right there at the top is, and that is from Zoom, where when we share our screen, it says participants can now see your screen. So, If you wanted a specific sound for that or did not want to hear that speech in the first place, that's what we're talking about to be able to change. Now, to me, that's a pretty important notification because it gives us the the positive feedback, right? That, yep, you did it. You shared your screen and it's working. Now, if I arrow down, let's see what else we have in here. So this is just a list box of all the
2: notifications on my machine. You have started screen share, Zoom 307 p.m. to 169.
1: How about that, huh? Pretty nice. Tells us what time we did it, 307. It was from Zoom. So if you have shared your screen on Zoom, you have heard that, that speech probably lots and lots of times, what you just heard here.
2: You have started screen share, Zoom 307 p.m. Maybe you
1: don't want to hear you have started screen share. Maybe you just want to hear share. Or maybe you just want a specific sound to. Let you know that that's exactly what you're doing, sharing your screen. Let's look at some more.
2: You are muted. Press all to unmute your microphone or press and hold the space key to temporarily unmute. There we go. So there's our mute from Zoom.
1: And we don't get any kind of of sound to tell us that. It just uh, tells us with speech, you know, that we're muted and unmuted. Thank God for that. That's a
2: very important one. Unmute my audio. You are in the webinar hosted by Travis Butler with three panelists. Your audio is unmuted. Your video right, is off. There's another notification. So all of these things that that we're getting
1: from Zoom, from Edge, go into this list.
2: You are connected to computer audio. Zoom.
1: There we
2: go. This so when you're being... connected. You
1: are connected to computer audio. Zoom, 2.51 p.m. And there six... we go. So that's what time we signed on. So let's take that one, for example. I wouldn't necessarily need to know that I was connected to computer audio and all of that information. So if we wanted to go in and see what we could do with this, we're in a whole dialogue box here. Let's press tab. Enable rule
2: checkbox check. Right,
1: so if we want to set up a rule for that, that's enabled. Create rule button. Here we can create a rule. What else do we have?
2: Manage rules. Manage button. rules and close. close.
1: So that's it. So we're going to run out of time here, but real quickly, let me go in here.
2: Man- create rule Let's button. create a
1: rule for this.
2: Create rule, leaving table, receive notification, contains, contains, edit, contains text.
1: All right, so now we're in a box where the text of exactly what this notification says is.
2: Blank, you are connected to computer audio. All
1: right, so that's our that's our text. What if I tab?
2: Limit the notifications from Zoom, checkbox, check. Okay, so we're going to limit from Zoom. Speech or sound action,
1: speech action combo box, mute. All right, so we can mute this if we want to. So we wouldn't even need to hear that speech at all if we wanted to do that. And that's the top one. What's below it? Shorten. Shorten. So if we didn't want to hear all of that text, we could type something else in there that we wanted to instead. Or here's where we can play a sound. So once we're connected on Zoom, if we just needed to hear a quick blip blip sound, maybe we could select that and put it in right here. Speak the full message, and then we have speak the full message, which is what we're getting right now. Those are the four choices. So that's it. So pretty, pretty straightforward, and pretty easy to do. There are some some more things here that are involved. You know, you can come up with whatever text you want. If you want to shorten it, and you could play whatever sound you wanted. So you go in and you select the sound that you want. I think there's 200 and some of them with jaws that that come shipped with the program but if you have your own mp3 sounds or different sounds that you want you go find them put them in and they work just fine too so that's what we're talking about as far as being able to change notifications and change the information that we get whether we want to mute it all together shorten it or play a sound and lots more information available on in different places on podcasts that we mentioned here
4: this is julie brandon am i unmuted
1: hey yes. julie we hear you
4: it worked Yay. <laughs> I, I came in late, bad me, but I'm oh, just fine. curious. I missed how to initiate the skim
1: feature. Oh, okay. Uh, are you familiar with skim reading? Have you ever used it No, before? no,
4: I haven't. No, I'm brand new.
1: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, we went through a few different things. We, we talked about how to do it by line, mm-hmm. by sentence, by paragraph. We actually created a rule for mm-hmm. actually where skim reading can find just a specific word in mm-hmm. a document. Mm-hmm. And you can either invoke it and just listen to where those words are, or you can do what's called a summary, create a summary. Mm-hmm. And then when you go through, you can actually, uh, each each instance of the word, for example, mm-hmm. if that's what you're using is a link. Right. So it's almost like looking at your links list. So you can wow. select the link you want, press enter, and then it'll skip to that portion of the document. Mm-hmm. The keystroke, the way that you get to skim reading right. Right. is control shift, insert down arrow. Wow, that's complicated to do. <laughs> that's a big keystroke. Now, yeah. if you don't want to do that, you can go to your JAWS manager. Insert mm-hmm. F2. Mm-hmm.
2: Run JAWS manager dialog. List one, list two, command search. Now there's eighteen
1: different choices here. Now there's lots of managers within here, but if you want skim,
2: script manager setting center not selected. Skim reading tool seventeen. Uh, right there. Reading tools
1: there at the bottom. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Absolutely, a couple different ways to get to the skim reading tool, and it's pretty awesome and pretty powerful.
4: Hello, anybody uh, else? Yes, this is Marsha. I finally got back in. Hey, Marsha. Hello. Um, I was just going to ask real quick about the immersive reading feature you mentioned. Edge. I do have Edge, of course, because I do have Windows 10. But does it work also with? Um, um, <laughs> does it work with uh, Google Chrome?
1: Have you guys seen it with Chrome? I'm I'm trying to remember. I I've definitely seen it on the web lots of times, but for some reason I'm thinking that it's in edge.
4: Well I can I can, you know, I I do I have yeah. used edge on occasion. I think it's
0: a edge feature. John does too. Yep.
1: I, oh, okay. I think it well, is.
4: I'll have to I'll have to give that a try. Edge is not my default and I don't want it to be my default, but I can I can use it. And uh, I just wanted to say um, there is so much to JAWS that I don't even know about. I haven't even, I, I don't think I've hit the tip of the iceberg, but anyway, thank you guys so much for doing this and hello, Larry, and we'll see you later on. Thanks, anyway. Marsha.
0: Like, like everybody else, you use what you know, and then yep. when you get curious, you learn more, but you use what you know. There's so much. You're absolutely right.
4: Well, thank Marcia. you so,
1: so much, we- Jeff. You're welcome. Absolutely. We appreciate you coming in here, too. And one of the things that we hit pretty hard uh, in the booth when we were chatting with folks at at ACB and and both conventions and NFB, too, um, and then in our presentation is all of this training material that we have out online now because it's all free and it's all readily available. So for anybody who thinks that, you know, it's just so much and I don't even know where to start and, and that kind of thing, the best place to start is one of two places, either in the product itself, if you go to your JAWS window, and I know we're, we're running quick here, Larry, tell me how long we have left. If two I do, minutes. If I, how long? about Two, N- minutes. two minutes. Less okay. than Where two minutes, I? actually. Less than okay. two minutes now. So if I do an insert J, we context menu, options, in our menu, submit. I go to help. Command search, insert space. The next selection down, if I down arrow. One minute. Training. training one minute, okay. Training. Training has been overhauled in JAWS 2020. The entire training books are just over five hours, if you were just to listen to all of them straight through. But what we've done is we've cut them up. Each book is much, much shorter now and very specific. So if you want to go in and look that way, that's a great place to start. The other one is on the freedomscientific.com slash training page. Everything is categorized there including all of our webinars that are archived where you can listen to all kinds of different topics. So I would encourage you to start at one of those two places, and you're going to find lots and lots of information. And if you need any help, contact us, training at com or jbazer, J-B-A-Z-E-R at vispero.com. And thank you for listening, everybody, and have a great day.